0: Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, where we will inspire, inform, and entertain. As a life coach, I am pleased to come across a lot of people and people who inspire and spread positive energy. And today, we are very fortunate to have with us a friend of mine, Mabdu Alali, who is originally from Saudi Arabia. Welcome, Mabdu.
1: Hi, how are you? Welcome.
0: I am awesome. So, Mabdu, we were recently talking, and I know that Ramadan just started. Can you you (laughs) just give the audience a little sense of what Ramadan is and how it lasts and how it impacts you?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Ramadan is uh, the month where we fast, and we should... uh, Stop doing the bad stuff that we (laughs) usually do in our routine. It's just that we get used to doing things that we are not comfortable doing. Um, And for me, I... See, Ramadan helped me uh, with food addiction, addiction. Oh. So, yeah, um, because you don't eat or drink for... Here in Canada, it's like 18 hours. <laughs> that's back, a long one. A long one. Uh, back home, it's like 15 hours, so...
0: That's still long. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's way better than here.
0: So that continues on until near the end of June. Is that right? Um, yeah, a month it would be... Yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Now... Tell us about your family. I know that you have an interesting story. Share your story with the audience.
1: <laughs> oh, OK. Uh, firstly, thank you for having me in your show. I'm really delighted to be here. Uh, I can't even believe it. Now I'm a Canadian radio station. <laughs> <laughs> which was like a dream to me. So I came from a big family, so a big family, not like here in Canada. So what have, is a big family? Uh, uh Now we are 14, oh the brothers goodness. and sisters, yeah, and I'm the youngest between all of them. Yeah, wow. So it's a big family. Um I speak Arabic, um, um and I'm married, and they have a child, so...
0: I've seen your son, he's absolutely <laughs> precious. Thank
1: you. I try to take him with me whenever he goes so he can see things.
0: <laughs> that's, that's really great. It's a great way to integrate him mm. into our culture. Yeah. When did you arrive in Canada?
1: I came to Canada in the fall of 2011.
0: So yeah. you're relatively new still.
1: Oh, okay. If you consider that well, new. Well,
0: <laughs> I've been here pretty much. My, well, I've been here my whole life. So <laughs> a few years, yes. Yeah. Now, when you arrived in Canada, did you speak any English at that time?
1: I speak basic English. I wasn't able to communicate. I know a couple of words I can say just I can let the people understand me with very poor language, I could say. Okay. Very, very basic. So now I've improved so much. Oh, so absolutely. Much, yeah.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> what was the draw to bring you to not only Canada but to Halifax specifically?
1: Okay. Um to Halifax well, since I was young it's it's a dream for me to go and visit these countries like Canada, the US, Australia, New Zealand. This is something we just see in the TV, that's all. I have never thought I would be able to make it and come to Canada. Like it's not in my mind. Okay. So um I always thought that I wanna do something like this. I wanna go abroad to study, see these people. Because I've been my whole life in Saudi so I was I rarely travel, so I feel like I was in a bubble, that I want to go out and see the world. So I remember I was in a university back home. It's called KFUPM, King Fahad University of Petroleum and Minerals. And it was a good university, but I wasn't very happy in that university. I wanted to change. I felt it's not for me. (laughs) When and you that, say
0: not for you, what does that, what do you mean? Oh,
1: Okay, the students of that university are really nerds, you know, oh. <laughs> they don't have a life.
0: <laughs> okay, and do, you have decide.
1: a life. <laughs> yeah, and I like to see things. I'm, I like to explore, I like new ideas, new people. I'm not the typical guy, a guy who just settle and do normal stuff. Every couple of months I have something new. <laughs> this isn't my personality, so I didn't feel that. This is what I want to do, not the major that I want to do, not the environment that I want to be in. So there was a chance at that time for, there was a program. It's called King Abdullah, like program for studying abroad or something like that. Um, started a couple of years ago. And at that time it was, there was a really good chance for me. If I travel to Canada, I might get that scholarship from this program, so I thought like, this is a chance, whether I take it, I'll lose it forever, so I thought, okay, I'll come, and I traveled to Canada, I make that courage (laughs) decision, and I came to Canada, even though not everyone was agreeing with me on this, but I came, and I'm thankful that I came, that I came, yeah.
0: That's awesome, so when you say not everyone was happy about your decision to come (laughs) here, I assume you're talking about your family back home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do they have an opportunity to visit you often?
1: Oh, here? No, it's very hard, expensive to mm-hmm. come travel to here. But I have, when I came to Canada, a couple of my family like came after me. So my nephew came to Canada after that, and my niece and her family. Also, my nephew has a family and has two children. They came to Canada to study ma- master. Now he's in Australia, and my niece is still in Canada and Guelph. Okay. Ontario.
0: So, do you have any relatives in the local area?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, I have uh, my nephew. He also came after me.
0: Well, that's uh, really great. <laughs> so, what? How did you find making friends here?
1: Oh, the beginning was uh, was awkward. <laughs> you know, I was social back home. I was very social. I can meet anyone and get to know anyone like within two minutes become friends. But when I came to Canada, the language struggled. Right. I couldn't make friends easily. And also with, like, uh, ladies, with girls, because we're not used to talking to girls whatsoever. Right. So it was, like, very awkward. <laughs>
0: it's a total culture shock, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So <laughs> do you course. feel comfortable talking to women now? Yeah good and I'm glad you said that because I certainly feel that that you are very (laughs) open that's for sure and I love that you spread your positivity too thank you and when everyone meets you they know that you're an energetic (laughs) happy go lucky kind of a guy thanks you're welcome what are some of the big differences in your life between living in Canada and Halifax and back in Saudi Arabia
1: oh it's completely different completely um Maybe the most thing that I find between here and there, it's in Canada that I'm more myself. (laughs) Oh. I can be um, myself, like uh, I can express myself very clearly. I can do whatever I want. I have freedom of actions, freedom of thoughts. Back home, you can't really say whatever you want to say. You can't do anything that's you feel that you want to do because of this society it's a collective society right. say. so your decision will be made by the family by the society you can't just do anything by yourself
0: that is uh that's a huge difference yeah. now i think that sometimes as canadians we really forget how <laughs> fortunate that we are yes have you yeah. run into people who have taken things for granted that you, know, you think oh my goodness if you only knew
1: <laughs> oh yeah um when you live uh, that's why you should go travel see other countries because Absolutely. you won't know how fortunate you are unless you see the people who don't have what you have so this is why i feel the canadians mostly or the north americans the U.S. and Canada, they don't travel a lot to the world. They just, say Canada, the U.S. stay within <laughs> there. Their... Yeah, they feel this is the world, and they rarely even watch the news for other countries, and so that's why they don't know how lucky they are. They always complain, <laughs> even though they don't have half of what the problems that the other countries have.
0: So, to that end, what kind of a message would you? Give to our locals and and even new immigrants arriving in Halifax
1: oh uh, firstly, be thankful for this opportunity. There are millions of people who dream of coming to Canada even for a visit, not only to stay and live in Canada um, be fortunate of the freedom that you have that you can you can say anything that you want basically without harming others, of course. this is very. Precious for me, because <laughs> I'm not the kind of person who likes to be told what what to say or what to do. So um, for the Canadians, value your life, uh, be happy what you have, and um, yeah, be positive, because you really have a good life here in Canada. <laughs>
0: And maybe stop and notice the little things. I mean, those are things that we really often do take for granted. So stop and smell the roses. There's (laughs) there's a reason that, you know, that that saying has been around forever. I mean, it's just one of those things. Do you feel that you live in the present moment?
1: Oh, I learned to do that. I wasn't in the past. I used to always think of the future, what I want to do in the future. And, you know, living in the future too much... Will take away your presence, so you won't you won't feel how um, what you are doing right now. You miss your life; it's
0: going (laughs) by, and you're not (laughs) even noticing. That's that's something that I find a lot of times. Uh, We're just going to be going to a quick break in a moment, and when we come back, I'd like to talk about Toastmasters, and that's (laughs) where you and I actually met about. A year and a half ago mm, I think wasn't I, it yeah and I know I absolutely love Toastmasters and I have a funny feeling that Toastmasters is very dear near and dear to you as well
1: oh I love Toastmasters <laughs> that's
0: awesome when we come back we'll be picking up our conversation with Mubdu this is Jennifer Stewart on CIOE 97.5 Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, and our guest today is Mabdu Alali. Welcome back. Hi, welcome. Now, just before break, we were talking about Toastmasters, and Toastmasters means a lot to me, and I know Toastmasters means a lot to you as well. Can you tell me a little bit more about what is Toastmasters to you, and maybe what is Toastmasters?
1: Okay, um Toastmasters is a place where you can improve two things basically. Communication skills like public speaking and all kind of public related things and also leadership. So you can improve your public speaking and leadership through this organization. It's by practicing by um by a fun process I would call it. You won't get bored like the university <laughs> just being taught what you do without having the chance to practice it. So this is basically Toastmasters. It's an organization where you can learn these two things.
0: And most people, when they think about Toastmasters, think about communication and public speaking. Oh,
1: no, they think about Toastmaster just by the name. They think it's like cook something because <laughs> Master and Toast. Toastmasters. Well,
0: you know, it's amazing, actually, how many people still are unaware of Toastmasters. And I think you've probably heard this, that Toastmasters is one of the best kept secrets.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a hidden treasure, yeah.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) When did you join Toastmasters?
1: Oh, I joined Toastmasters in the fall of 2015. And there is a story behind joining Toastmasters. Oh,
0: do tell.
1: (laughs) And interesting stories. Uh, um, Our listeners will love it, I'm sure. (laughs) So I came to Canada. My language was poor. Like I couldn't speak English very well. But my brother back home, he was a Toastmasters. He was an English teacher. So he told me, look, if you go to Canada, take the chance to join Toastmasters. You will learn English. You'll improve. You will meet these cool people, positive, amazing environment. So don't miss it. And I've seen Toastmasters once, I went to a conference, it was amazing, even though I couldn't understand what the speakers (laughs) were saying, but I loved it so much.
0: The energy in the room is almost palpable, isn't
1: it? So positive. And this is what I like. Um, I like to be surrounded with positive people. So I thought, okay, when I come to Canada, I'll join Toastmasters. And right after I came in 2011, uh, 2011, in the fall of 2011, I checked the internet, Toastmasters, Halifax, and I've seen Dal Toastmasters. And I thought, okay, I'll go visit because it says in the website, you can go visit, be an observer. So I right. thought, okay, I can be an observer. I went, I was so excited. I'll be the most observer ever. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll just sit and watch and learn. And I went there. My English was bad, really bad. I went there, and uh, they started something called Table Topics. It's an impromptu question. They ask you anything, and you have to answer it within two minutes. So they told me, can you answer this Table Topic question? I was like, what? Like I <laughs> just came here as observer, not <laughs> Table Topic question ans- uh, person to answer. Anyway, so I stood up. I took the question, and I read it. And I didn't understand the question. Like, it was so bad.
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> what should I do now? I'm standing and people are waiting. What should I say? I felt so bad. Horrible. Like, I can't even describe the feeling. So... um I came up with an answer that has nothing to do with the question. That's I, clever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was obvious that I, I, I there was something wrong, at least. And they they felt that my language wasn't good. So I was embarrassed. It feels so bad. I left the room and I thought, I'm not going to this uh Toastmaster thing again. Like, I can't, I can't. It was like um bad experience right. that left me with bad feelings still today when i do to- table topics the the fear of
0: <laughs> it comes back <laughs> yes to you. yes till um, now almost so, like ptsd
1: yeah so i didn't go to toastmasters until 2015 in the fall actually in the summer i saw something very strange for me it was like a shocking news the news i saw the championship of public speaking in Toastmasters for 2015, Muhammad al Ghattani. What? Muhammad al I know Muhammad al Do you?
0: I, That's amazing. Yeah, I
1: remember seeing him with my brother in that conference. And I heard his story. He has a stuttering problem. He didn't speak until he was six or seven or eight. I don't remember. But he couldn't speak when he was young. Imagine going to school and you were not right. able to speak. But he entered Toastmasters. He had a stuttering problem, but he can't, he overcome his problem. And he continued practicing, practicing, competing, competing. And now he won the championship. Of, this is a shocking news for the whole country that Muhammad Gahtani won the Toastmaster championship. So at that day, I remember when I saw that news, like I couldn't sleep like i couldn't stop thinking about it ah it feels bad i asked myself why did i give up on toastmasters what if i continued what so i made a decision that day that i will join toastmasters and i won't only join toastmasters i will work so hard on it so i can compete and Muhammad Gapani did it. I can do it. <laughs>
0: well, that's really a great story, and I'm so happy that he was a role model and that he was able to you know have you have that switch occur in your brain to say, <laughs> "I'm going to give Toastmasters another chance, yeah, and I know that the members of your club and of course the members in our area are really glad that you decided to do that. Thank you. you do spread that positive thank
1: you energy. and he's a very humble person by the way. I send him messages sometimes he like sent me messaging encouraging me when i lost the division contest he sent me a message and he just keep sending me videos like through snapchat encouraging me he's a very humble person so
0: that's really great that you have someone able to mentor you like that not everyone has that yeah and i particularly love that you you know you faced your fear you came (laughs) back and you you know like you said you not only just became a member, you excelled. You did the speeches. You're now speaking in contests. That's quite a huge accomplishment, (laughs) Mubdu.
1: Thank you. It
0: really is. I know the first time that I saw you speak was last year at the Humorous (laughs) humorous Speech speech Contest.
1: contest, And
0: I absolutely loved your speech. And I was fortunate enough, I think I saw it (laughs) three or four times. So to see... The difference between when you first started with that speech and how, through coaching, through some of your mentors within Toastmasters, mm-hmm. I believe they helped you to perk it up. Oh, unfortunately, each, each I didn't step. have
1: a mentor, but I'd love to have one soon. Oh, <laughs> maybe you, well, Jennifer? You're a very life coach.
0: <laughs> Perfect. We can, we can definitely talk about that. Yeah. I I love to mentor. Toastmasters. It's one of, it's really, it's a very rewarding experience for sure. Mm -hmm. I do want to just circle back for a moment and talk about your first experience with Toastmasters and the fact that you felt that you were put on the spot to do a table topic. And that's not the norm of how, and I just want to clarify that for our, for our audience. That's not the norm to get someone new to do a table topic. Usually they're Offered If they'd like an opportunity, someone usually asks them when they arrive, if they might want to, but every club has its own culture yeah. and every club does things a little bit different. So that was something, and maybe that was a learning experience for mm-hmm. Dalto's masters yeah. back at that time and i just i just wanted to just clarify that so i did, i don't want our audience being terrified to go to a toastmasters meeting <laughs> no now and, we don't and, and, do it in dal toastmasters right, right. so we that don't. was you know think yeah. about it in that in terms of that was a great lesson learned yeah. for dal too because you don't want to deter people who would be a valuable member by putting them on the spot
1: yeah
0: well especially when you're just in the process of learning english <laughs> for heaven's sakes
1: yeah
0: what is your favorite thing about toastmasters
1: oh um Many things in Toastmaster that I love.
0: That's uh, what I love to hear.
1: Yeah, the organization itself, the way it works. I feel it's smooth, uh, even though it seems complicated a little bit at the beginning. But when you get to know it, it's amazing how it's the, pro- the process. You will learn so many things, how to organize, to be organized, organizing the meetings and the schedules and everything in the conference, I was shocked to see the financial report <laughs> shown to all the members who attended the conference. It's amazing. This, this organization, I really believe it's a hidden treasure. I love everything about Toastmasters, so you can't <laughs> ask me just what hard are the to, things that I love, like everything.
0: Hard to narrow it down. Yeah, hard. So is there anything you don't like about Toastmasters? That so f- Maybe you could change
1: so far. No. <laughs> well, that's really
0: great to hear. I know that your club is going to be happy, especially to hear that. And I know that they've always been a great encouragement to you. And even if you haven't had a specific mentor, have you gotten good feedback from oh. your fellow members? Have oh, they so helped much. you to improve
1: so much? Yeah. Uh, the members of our club are positive they're always smiling sharing positive stories and personal maybe one of the things i love about toss Master, they usually talk about personal stories their success their failure their fears all of that which is good because you learn and uh, you feel a person more or you get to know a person when you hear his person or, or her personal stories more than just like Talks, normal talks. So this is a good thing about Toastmasters. We become like not only friends, we become like a family. Every time we go to the meeting, as if you are meeting your family. And I miss in Canada, by the way, having my family. You know, I right. came from a big family. I have maybe over 70, 80 nephews and nieces. Oh my goodness. Maybe over 90, I don't know. So I came from a big family. I'm always surrounded with people. But here in Canada, I feel that I'm always lonely, only by my, with my wife and my son. But since I joined Toastmasters, I feel I have a family, I have another family to go to. Not only my club, also the other clubs. I sometimes go visit them and they're all So uh, welcoming. So welcoming.
0: That's one of the really great things about Toastmasters, I think, as well, is that everyone is welcome. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to be a speaker. You go at your own pace. Now, speaking of pace, there are a couple of programs and manuals that you go through when you join Toastmasters. And it is self paced. So you, you can decide that you want to, you know, do a speech every couple of months, or you may decide that you want to, you know, complete one manual in a year or, you know, you set different goals for yourself. What kind yeah. of goals do you have within Toastmasters? Oh,
1: I have uh, three main goals in Toastmasters. Uh, one, to be a distinguished Toastmasters DTM. It's a process. If you,
0: it is a process. If, if you, that's if for you sure. join
1: Toastmasters, you know what is DTM. So I want to be a DTM for sure. I want to be an accredited speaker. I see, yeah, through the organization. It's a process to be like that. And number three, and the most important one, I want to be on the stage for the international contest. And I want to be at least top three. So this is my goal. Like, I'm not rushing it. I have three years. My goal before I turn 30, I want to achieve that goal. And it needs a lot of work. And I'm still learning from Toastmasters. I feel. That I know nothing so far. And, uh, this is my three goals DTM, AC, the A-AS, accra- yep. AS, yeah, yep. accredited speaker and, uh, not the championship. I don't it ha- doesn't have to be a champion. Uh, top three will be good for me.
0: <laughs> wow. Those are some pretty hefty goals.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> so when you talk about becoming a distinguished Toastmaster, when do you plan how do you plan on achieving that goal because- oh
1: by by taking roles in the in the club like the leadership and doing the cc the competent leadership uh, competent communication manual and all of that yeah
0: And being active and always assuming a role. That's one of the things I like to tell people when they join Toastmasters, always sign up for a role. Yeah. There are many opportunities to have small roles where you don't have to get too far out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually you'll be ready for a speech. We're almost out of time and I'd like to know, what would you tell people who have heard of Toastmasters and are afraid to even go to a meeting?
1: (laughs) Uh, <clears throat> i want her to try just go visit and tell me what you how you feel will feel good trust me I want her to just go and check any club and i recommend two clubs sorry for the other clubs they're all great in halifax but i love more mostly dal our club and schooner
0: oh that happens to be <laughs> club <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you're right there are a number of toastmaster clubs to join and every toastmaster club has its own culture yes. its own environment so it's really recommended for people who are interested to like you say to go try a couple yeah. of, tr- of clubs there's always a club for someone
1: yeah i want to add something A follow toastmasters once told me that toastmasters becomes a therapy for him yes like he said when i feel depressed uh, sad anything i go to toastmaster t- changes my whole mood just like that and this is even for me when i feel bad i go to toastmasters it switched twi- switched my mood just right right away just by being in that positive environment so it's a therapy. You don't have to go to counselor and pay that much, just come to Toastmasters, <laughs> and we'll help you.
0: <laughs> I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I want to thank you so much for being with us today, Mabdu. It has been an absolute pleasure. You've done great. I know that there are great things in store for you and I'm excited to keep an eye on you. And I can't wait to see you walk across thank that you. stage for a speaking invitation. If you accept
1: being a mentor for me, <laughs> my mentor, then you'll see me because I'll learn a lot from you, your experience. Well, Well, thank you very much. Now she is, by the way, the division (laughs) uh, director of uh, (laughs) our region, Toastmaster. The division, right? Yes. The division director. Yes.
0: Uh. Thank you again. This is Jennifer Stewart with Find Your Sparkle with Jen signing off on CIOE 97.5.